Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Week one of the college football season. I'm going to have some picks and plays for you momentarily. Get your pens and papers out. If you're driving, pull over. You might want to text yourself. Just giving you a heads up. Man, this is my jam, guys. This is my jam. I'm just letting you know. I might embarrass you, but if we were out somewhere, I don't know, maybe like, you know, Harvey calls me and says, hey, Anita, how about we go grab some lunch somewhere? We're out there. We're, we're in the city somewhere. We're grabbing lunch. This song comes up. I'm sorry, Harvey. Sorry, not Harvey. Not, not, not sorry. I'm standing up. I'm dancing. I'm cutting a rug while you're stuffing your face. I hope that's okay with you. Yeah, I, I, I do more eating than dancing anyway, so I will, I'll do that anytime. You got it. All right, uh, I'm going to get some picks and plays in for you because uh, kickoff is in just a few minutes. We're going to spend a, a good portion of the first hour talking about the Yankees, why the young guns are up, and hey now, they're winning some baseball games. Are the Yankees still in this? I mean, come on. We've, haven't we already, like, we're waving the white flag over here in the tri-state area. But is there some glimmer, some hope that these youngsters could come in from the minors and, uh, and, and potentially make a run here to get this Yankees team back into action? I know that's wishful thinking. Chances are it's not going to happen, but it's fun to talk about. All right, uh, let's talk about some games that are happening right now. It is week one of the college football season. Very excited about it. Uh, here's a few plays that you could get in on right now as we speak. East Carolina going up against Michigan. Michigan, no hardball. More importantly, their offensive coordinator is not going to be there as well more. So I like Eastern, Eastern Carolina. Um, I'm going to play this as a two-team teaser, or I should say a two-way teaser. I like the over as well. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to play East Carolina and let me call let me call that up right now just so I have uh, the numbers in front of me. I apologize. I did this all on my cell phone uh, this morning and I thought for sure like hey I would remember this I would know this by heart, but uh, but unfortunately I don't. I'm trying to think about it and it's not coming to to mind. And why isn't anything coming up? Up oh, there it is. Okay, so um so let me call up the college football. Um bum bum bum. Nope, nope. We want to go to games. We want to go to games. What what's going on, Joe? The number I have for the Michigan game is Michigan minus thirty six. There you go. Well, I have thirty five and a half. You've got it at thirty six. Good. That's even a better number. Uh, so add six to that. So thirty six plus six is forty two, right? I didn't go to an Ivy League school. I went to University of South Florida, which we called Sun and Fun. We didn't have classes on Friday, and uh, and of course we laid out by the pool from noon to three every day. So, uh, so I'm going to tease East Carolina up to 30, up to 42, and I'm going to tease the over down to 46. Okay. That's what I'm going to do because I do, I like the over here in this matchup. It's a 52 and a half. 
And also, I like East Carolina. Again, Michigan, no Harbaugh, no offensive coordinator. Also, they've got some injuries to their DBs as well as their wide receivers. Coach Prime. That's right. Deion Sanders. Prime time, baby. Uh, his coaching debut at Colorado. I think it's going to take a minute for him to turn that program around. He doesn't have a great offensive line. This is his first year. I know TCU lost quite a few fellas uh, in the uh, in, in the draft. But they also, they do have Chandler Morris, who's their starting quarterback. I'm going to lay the 20 and a half this afternoon with TCU going up against Colorado. Um, Also, USC going up against Nevada. Now, this is later on tonight. I'll remind you a little bit later. You want to get the uh, the Eastern Carolina and the over teaser in against Michigan. You want to get TCU minus 20 and a half against Colorado. You want to get those two in right away. Okay. You want to go though you want to get those two wagers in right away. Again, if you're driving, please pull over. Don't wager and drive at the same time. That's even worse than texting and driving at the same time. So pull over, get those wagers in. A little bit later this afternoon, I do have a play for you for the USC Nevada game as well as the LSU FSU game coming your way on Sunday night. So stay tuned for that. But I just wanted to as soon as we kicked off the show, I wanted to hopefully give you some winners with East Carolina and, of course, the over-teaser against Michigan and TCU minus 20 and a half, okay? So I'm glad that we were able to get those in and to you, excuse me, as soon as possible. All right, let's talk about this Yankees team. Uh, There's a lot of exciting stuff going on here. Um, They beat Houston. How about that? The Astros. And this is a big, this is really big because there is a battle happening right now in the American League West between the Astros, the Rangers, and the Mariners. So it's not like this is an Astros team that's laying down and, uh, you know, their season is, uh, is, is on the brink. It's not the case at all. They're battling it out to try to win the American League East. So uh, they came in with their best foot forward. Unfortunately, <clears throat> Verlander did not have a great night. Gave up eight hits, six runs, and six innings. Four home runs he gave up. So no bueno there. Huge night for the youngsters. With the Yankees, right? Dominguez hit a home run, his first at-bat. And here's, you know, breaking uh, Yankee records, whatever, historic. Uh, mark this down. The youngest Yankee star- rookie to hit his first at-bat home run. He's 20 years old in 200. He's 20 and 206 days old. He's 20 and 206 days old. So he is the youngest Yankee to ever hit a home run at his first at bat in the majors. How exciting is that, guys? Which, by the way, again, we've got Harvey and Joe producing the show this afternoon, as always. Could you imagine? Like, like I was thinking about, like, what were you doing when you were 20? Not hitting homers off of Justin Verlander, I can tell you that much. Exactly. Harvey, what uh, like so? I was at I was I was at school. I was university. I was at University of South Florida. Thank you. Uh, I was at the University of South Florida. Um, I was I want to say probably I was like in my my senior year, right? I graduated at twenty one, so I was in my senior year. Um, I um I I just I had a few credits still remaining that I needed to take. Um. I was kind of, I, I was like, I, I was, I was already, I was preparing to move back home to Miami. I was going to school at University of South Florida in Tampa, Florida. I loved my college experience. It was awesome. 
but um I'm just trying to think like, you know, what, where, where were you? Where were you? Like, like, let's just marinate in this for a minute. Where were you when you were 20 years old? What were you doing in your life at 20 years old? As Joe said, not hitting home runs off of Justin Verlander. Can you imagine just marinating that for a minute? Right? Your whole life, your whole life ahead of you. Right? Insane. Like, it's just so young. 20. It's just so young. So young, so so much, so inexperienced, so naive. Do you think he's still about, walking about on so air? About so many things in life, but yet, smack, baby, see ya. What'd you say? I said, do you think he's still walking on air? Because you could see on the broadcast last night that he was finding the urge to just grin from ear to ear because even he, I think, didn't believe what he just did. So, I mean, if I, if, if I were Jason Dominguez... I don't think I would have touched the ground yet from last night. Oh, it's it's got to be it's got to be really a, a a phenomenal feeling. And coming in, I want to say what was he batting like four forty four, if I remember correctly, because I, I filled in for Barton Hahn this week. Um, I want to say he was batting like four forty four in in Triple I want to say he was batting two seventy eight, something like that in Double A. So to come in and 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 have that type of performance just at your, your as your first at bat, really unbelievable stuff. Uh, Aaron Judge hit home run number two hundred and fifty, fastest to two hundred and fifty in Major League Baseball, which is exciting. He's got thirty home runs on the season. Of course, as we know, he hit sixty two last year. Guys, let me ask you this because you know, and we've had this conversation. You know how much money the Yankees, of course. Uh, spending and and making sure that they brought Aaron Judge back this season. Do you realistically, right? Realistically, do you ever think you'll see sixty home runs hit by Aaron Judge again? I don't. I don't. Sixty. Yeah, I think I think I think Yankee fans would be. Um, I think realistically, I, 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 can en- I can envision somewhere around 40, 45, 48 a season. I don't think we'll ever see 62 home runs hit again no, by I don't either. Aaron Judge. Right? I think he can touch 60, and he can touch in the mid-50s each one more time. So you, so you actually, you think he's going to be teetering on potentially hitting 62 at some point in time again in his career here with the Yankees. Yeah, because if he didn't smash his toe into a concrete block in LA. Oh, you're so dramatic. The way that you, the way that you describe that Joe, it's so dramatic. You're such a drama queen. The way that you describe that. It's just, it's so, uh, the visualization is, uh, is gut wrenching. I mean, it's a freak injury. What what more do you want me to say about it? If that no, doesn't it's happen, just the way that it's just you know, it's like it's like you're like a movie producer. But it's true. You... Like, who else runs through a wall literally, and lives to tell the tale? So if he doesn't do that, he's on pace for sixty home runs again. So if he stays healthy next year, again, I don't think he's ever going to eclipse. His American League record? I don't think so either. But I do think he at least chases it down twice again in his career. I'm going to go one step further. I want to ask you a second part question to this. Do you think Aaron Judge gets the contract that he did from the Yankees if he would not have gone 62? 
the previous year. Do you feel that the contract that he got right now and and maybe the pressure for the Yankees to re-sign him was because he got 62? It's not as lucrative, but it's definitely mid-30s for around the – maybe it's eight years in the mid-30s, like 35 a season. I, I definitely think it's – he definitely becomes the highest-paid player on the team, and he's definitely back because – how wanted to make him a captain, and he deserves it. And if you're the captain of this team, you're the best player on this team, you deserve to be the highest paid player on the team. Uh, DJ got a home run. Uh, DJ's actually been uh, pretty impressive uh, his last these last few games that uh, the Yankees actually have been winning. How about that? 800-919-3776. Let's take a look at the standings really quick before we take a break. Orioles still at the top of uh, the American League East. Um, they've got a one-and-a-half game lead over the Tampa Bay Rays. That's going to be a storyline. Uh, you know, heading into, okay, we're heading into September. Uh, this is where, of course, the cream rises to the top. This is where teams really need to start strutting them, that strut their stuff in order to make sure that, um, you know, they're in, a, they're in a really good position as we get closer and closer to the postseason. I think this is going to be a fun race to see how this all unfolds. Keep in mind, there is a four-game series taking place on September 14th between the Orioles and the Rays. And that four-game series just might dictate who wins the American League East. Mark your calendars. You might be saying, Anita, we're Yankee fans. We don't give a rat's butt about the Orioles and the Rays. Well, you know what? If, if, you're, if you're a football, if you're a, ba- a baseball enthusiast, well, you should. Because I think it's going to be a really, really good series. Orioles against the Rays. Four-game series, September 14th, I truly believe that is going to decide who wins the American League East. Um, also, the, the American League West, this is really interesting. The Mariners, they've never, do you know that the Mariners, guys, are you aware of this? I might be, you might be learning, so this is why you listen to 98.7 ESPN on Saturday mornings or Saturday afternoons at noon. Uh, do you know that the, the Mariners are the only team in Major League Baseball that's never won a World Series? The Brewers haven't won a World Series. You, are you saying American League team? American League team. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, you did? Well, that's just because I'm a baseball nut. But yes, I, I, I knew okay. that. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, okay, smarty pant. Uh, the Rangers um, have never won a World Series. So are you picking one of those two teams to win the, win the whole thing here? Is, sorry to start, step on your tees here. And the Astros are looking for uh, the first repeat to win a World Series in 20 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so there's a lot going on in the American League West, that's for sure. Uh, the American League East, a fun race between the Orioles and the Rays. Um, which is which is going to be exciting as uh, September dwindles down. 800-919-3776. Uh, the Young Guns uh, now called up into the bigs and making stuff happen. So uh, as we know, the Yankees, they're still 17 and a half games back to, uh, to the Baltimore Orioles. But more importantly, in the wild card, they're nine and a half games back. Nine and a half. They were, listen, they were 11 Earlier this week, could could the young guns being called up make the difference? 
I know it's wishful thinking, but it's still fun to talk about. By the way, uh, Bader got claimed by the Reds. Dominguez, more than likely, of course, is going to be the uh, the day-to-day center fielder for the Yankees moving forward. Uh, Glaber Torres, lower back, tightness, so did not play yesterday. Not sure when we will see him again. Later on tonight, you got Severino uh, going at it for the Yankees. 4-8 with a 6-6-4 ERA, going up against Hunter Brown who's 10-9 with a 4-5-3. The Astros have lost three straight. They're looking to stop the bleeding. We'll see if they can do it tonight against Severino. 800-919-3776. We come back. We'll take your calls. Uh, Talking about the Yankees. Also, we've got a great show lined up for you. We're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland talking all things NFL. We'll hear from Heather Dinich getting you ready for the college football season. Uh, Talking big picture, all the big storylines. Heading into the college football season, as always, we have Joe Wiz on with us at 2 o'clock. And like I said, I filled in for Barton Hahn this week. I had the pleasure of having Kimberly Martin and Mike Tannenbaum join us on the program. I asked them about their expectations for the Jets and the Giants this season. So I'll replay those clips for you as well. And of course, throughout, taking your calls. Don't forget, how could you? Uh, Fantasy football. uh, This is the week that all the really, I think, important drafts are taking place. I want to say I've got like eight drafts leading into the Thursday night game with Kansas City and the Detroit Lions. Uh, So I'm here for you. We'll talk some fantasy football, getting you ready for your drafts. So much going on with you until 3 o'clock this afternoon, right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So, again, we've got Harvey and Joe producing the show. So I told them since Jason Dominguez hitting a home run at his first at-bat, the youngest in the history of the Yankees players to hit a home run, I told them to play music. Turn it up a little bit more, Harvey, Joe. What what was at the top of the hits when I was 20 years old? What music was at the top, like, you know, the top 100, the top 50, the top 25 when I was 20 years old and 260 days old? This is, this is one of them. So this song is, um... This song is called Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. I hope oh I'm saying that gosh, right. Oh, my gosh. Harvey, you just lost so much street cred. You don't even understand. What did you just call them? Okay, first is of all. Joe laughing? In the, Joe has he, to be. Joe is peeing himself. Joe must have just tinkled. 
What did you just call them? All right, for full disclosure, I know none of these bands or songs that you listed out. Um, I'm a 90s kid, so I call them the Peachy, the Peachy Mode. Is oh it the, my God. How would you I say can't, it? I can't. I can't. I can't. Depeche Mode. Okay, Depeche, Depeche mode. mode, dude. One of the best bands of the 90s. Dude, stop. Have some respect. Well, Please. Look, we've only got two and a half hours left in the show. I'd like to think I'll get at least one band name right. I can't. <laughs> what did you call? I can't. Like, I like this is going to be a topic all weekend long. What did you call them again? Uh, the petchy mode. You know, the actually, petchy. yeah, I don't feel you know bad. What this is? I don't know. Wait, Joe, what's worse? This or uh, what is it? What did um, what did Solomon Thomas call a, a Karuchi board? Oh, no. board? Oh, no. What, what did he call it? I think it was a Karkuchi board. <laughs> um, I don't know what's worse. I don't know. I'm going to go. Know what's worse. I don't. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Karkuchi board because I'll give Harvey <laughs> some some slack here because, like me, we were both born in the 90s. So. But you knew it was Depeche Mode, Joe. Come on. Yes, but that's only because my aunt is a huge Depeche Mode fan. It's only because what? It's only because of my aunt. That's the only reason why. <laughs> Your aunt's a huge, a huge Depeche Mode fan? She was at the time. I don't know if she is anymore, but she definitely was at the time. <laughs> oh, Harvey. Good thing I love you, man. Good thing I, good thing I love you. So anyway, we're going to have some fun today with our, our rejoiner music. What, what was at the top of the hit? And... <laughs> And we're going to and and every time we play a song Harvey, I'm going to have you come in and pronounce the name of the artist. That's what we're going to do. All, no pressure. All, all show long, okay? So, um in honor of Jason Dominguez hitting a home run at 20 and 206 days old, um I asked our producers to 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 Pull up some music. What was at the top of the hits when I was 20 years old? What were you doing when you were 20 years old? Can we just marinate in that for a minute? Man, uh, what what a lease on life <laughs> that you're hitting home runs after Justin off of Justin Verlander at 20, 20 years plus. Unbelievable. Um, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. That's for sure. Uh, we'll just <laughs> we'll just see if uh, if Harvey can pronounce the names of the of the the uh, the singer songwriters. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. Uh, by the way, Michigan is up on East Carolina right now, six zero. Uh, that doesn't bode well with my uh, my show my show bet. Um, Michigan ranked second in the country coming in. Tennessee up on Virginia seven zero. Colorado up on TCU seven zero. Again, that doesn't bode well with my 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 show plays. What ha- it's it's early. It's college football. It's early. Oklahoma up on Arkansas State, 14-0. Iowa up on Utah State, 7-0. Uh, that's what it's looking like right now. Quick break. We come back. Let's switch gears. Let's talk some NFL. Uh, like I said, we heard from Kimberly Martin and Mike Tannenbaum this week about, about the Giants and the Jets. Uh, we'll dive into those teams next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Harvey, you just lost so much street cred. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Who's this, Harvey? This is Sinead O'Connor. There you go, buddy! Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Godspeed. We lost her this year. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. We lost her recently. She actually walked out. Um, I believe walked out. Uh, Conor McGregor, way back when. But yeah, great stuff. Yeah. So uh, that was at the top of the record charts when I was twenty years old. 800-919-3776. Uh, I know the calls are coming in. Uh, again, just to put a big, fat green bow on um, on what's going on Major League Baseball. Again, the Yankees beat the Houston Astros 6-2. Newfound life with some new young blood and some energy in this Yankees lineup. I'm just curious, Yankee fans. Like, are you wa- right now, are you watching and you're just like, you've already, you like, you've accepted the fact that the season's over. You've accepted the fact you're still watching your Yankees. You're excited about these young guns that have been called up. Obviously, how, how can you not be excited about Dominguez and, and what he was able to do yesterday with his first at-bat hitting a home run? Um, but is there is there a glimmer? Is there a, uh, a, a just a, a minuscule hope? Glimmer of hope? That this is a Yankees team that can make it to the postseason, Joe Harvey. Do you? Are are you just? Are you just? Are you just like? I need to stop. Just stop. Just they're done. Yeah, there's no w- chance. W- no chance at all. That, no. What? Time out. Time Zero. out. Zero. Zero chance. Okay. <laughs> well, that lived long. You were, um, you, you were talking about a Hollywood script. That's what would have to be written for them to make the playoffs. Just because Dominguez and Wells had a great debut, that's all the Yankees are playing for right now. They're not. But here, playing for the I made I made this point. I made this point again. Filled in for for Barton Hahn this week, which was a lot of fun. And thank you for everybody who tuned in and called in. Uh, it was great. Uh, but this is the point that I made on that show. There's something about playing, especially baseball, right? In baseball, it's one of those sports where if you try too hard, you're going to fail because you, because you're 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 pushing you're 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 not you're not letting the game come to you. And I just and and if this is a clubhouse now that is footloose and fancy free, there's think about when we talk about it time and time again, right? Like the pressure, what it is to not only be a professional athlete 
in in New York City, but to play for a team out of all the teams, Yankees, Mets, Rangers, Islanders, like granted, even the New Jersey teams, regardless, um, Knicks, Nets, like out of all the teams in our in in the New York New Jersey area and the expectations for these teams don't you feel like there's more pressure on the Yankees year in and year out to perform compete and make it to the championship possibly win the championship more than any New York team oh without question but that's because okay. they put on they put it on themselves championship or bust every single season and the fan base myself included Expect that every single year. Is that exactly. delusional? Maybe, but that's the expectation. And the reason why I think that this team has just no chance of making the playoffs is look at the teams that you have to jump. You have to jump Seattle. You have to jump Houston. You potentially have to jump the Rangers. So they don't play any of them. And they have to play a really good Toronto team. They have to play a Brewers team that's playing for something. They have to go up against the Diamondbacks that are in the thick of the National League wild cards uh, race. So I just I don't think that there's that many wins left on the schedule. I mean, yes, they do they do play Kansas City, Boston, and, and uh, Detroit, but you would have to win all those nine and then steal games against teams that are actually fighting for something that are a lot closer in the race than you are. And you would have to hope that all the teams that you're facing go on just a ridiculous losing streak. So what you're saying really is like so much has to go right for the Yankees. So much has to go wrong. Not so for... much. Everything has to go right. Right. For, for, for the teams that, of course, are, are ahead of the Yankees in regard to the wild card. Um, and, 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 and let me call that up really quick. Just I just want to get I just want to get the teams out there and, and exactly who we're talking about. So right now in the wild card, the Yankees are nine and a, nine and a half games back um, in front of them, the Boston Red Sox. So they're three games behind the Boston Red Sox. They're um, eight games behind the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, as well as the Texas Rangers, um, they are nine and a half games behind, um, right? Nine and a half games behind the, the Astros. Uh, anyway, uh, so it's it's the Rays, the Astros, the Rangers, the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox. Those are the teams that would have to have a monumental fall from grace um, in the Yankees to have this, like, uh, this unbelievable um, remainder uh, to the season. Uh, let's go one step further, gentlemen. Let's take a look at their schedule, their remaining schedule, right? So they've got two more games against uh, Houston. Severino and King will be pitching the next two days, uh, or I should say the next two evenings. Then against Detroit, which, hey, they did well against Detroit. Why not do it again, right? I, I mean, they went 3-1 and one against Detroit. Uh, they've got Schmidt, uh, Schmidt and Radon going up against Detroit, then against Milwaukee. Then they're at Boston for four series, Pittsburgh for three series, then back at home against Toronto, back at home against Arizona, in Toronto for three series, and then at Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I, I hear you. It, it's wishful thinking, but crazier things have happened in sport. Anita, have they not? I just called it up on Fangraphs, which is okay. you, largely the, uh, 
the known source for playoff predictions for baseball. Right, and what's yeah. the what's what's the percentage? What's the FPI? What's the percentage probability of the Yankees making it in as a wild card? What is it? Give us the bad news, dude. Zero point one percent. Oh, jeez. Okay. The fact All that right. they're closer to the Detroit Tigers record-wise this late in the season than they are the next team in their division says a lot. I was just listen. It's 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 a Saturday afternoon. It's Labor Day weekend. Weather is absolutely gorgeous. Had three phenomenal hours of pickleball this morning here with you guys this afternoon. I'm heading down to Asbury as soon as the show's over. So I just you know my glass is half full this morning. I think and there's a so, I think there's a better chance of me uh, listening to an entire Depeche Mode album than the Yankees. <laughs> Just, just, just give it up, Harvey. Don't I'll, even try I'll to pronounce it, it. Harvey. Don't just don't even give it up. Don't I'm even try to up. pronounce it. Don't even try to pronounce it. We we're we're past it. We're past Depeche Mode. I that hope was, so. That that was segment two. Um, when we <laughs> when we get back, um, uh, let's hear from Kimberly Martin again. Kimberly Martin and Mike Tannenbaum jo- both were kind enough to join me this week, filling in for Barton Hahn, talking all things Jets and Giants. Giants. Uh, let's let's switch um, our topics here. Let's talk some NFL as we are. Can you guys believe it? We are five days away. Can you believe it? Right? Wait. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, we are five days away from the NFL season kicking off. Somebody pinch me. Unbelievable. So let's start talking some NFL. We're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland coming your way in the second hour. Uh, Joe wins as always because it is a Saturday giving us his picks his plays I'm sure he's got a ton of college plays uh, that he's going to tee up for us and also we'll hear from Heather Dinich uh, talking big picture all the big storylines heading into this year's college football season so still a lot more coming your way phone lines are open by the way you want to chime in talk talk a little uh, Depeche mode uh, 800-919 Three seven seven six. Anita Marks with you. Ninety eight point seven ESPN. Joe must have just tinkled. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, 
poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, without further ado, like I said, I was, uh, was excited to fill in for Barton Hahn earlier this, uh, this week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, both Kimberly Martin and Mike Tannenbaum were kind enough to join me on the program. Guys, let's cue up Mike Tannenbaum. I asked both of them what their thoughts are about the Giants and the Jets. My first question to Mike Tannenbaum was, what did he think about the Giants' moves? Keep in mind, earlier uh, last week, not only did they bring in Isaiah Simmons with a trade with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, but they also made a trade with the Buffalo Bills for Boogie Basham. So now, not that I anticipate either of these guys to be starters for the Giants on their defense, but boy, did they improve their depth. What does Mike T. think? Yeah, like you said, uh, it's good depth. I, I like Isaiah Simmons. He's a guy that I think we watch him going back to college could really be effective moving forward. We saw him blitz effectively off the slot the other night um, against the Jets. So I think that was a good move. And like you said, Boogie Basham will be you know, really more depth. He's an interior pass rusher, and you can never have uh, enough of them. There's no denying that. I, one of the questions I threw out today on the show was the over-under win total, Mike, for the Giants is 7.5, which means, as I'm sure as you know, um, they'd have to win eight games in order for that bet to pay back. Um, for the Jets, the over-win t- win total is 9.5. They would have to win 10 games in order for that bet to cash for you at the window. What do you feel is the more confident bet? the Giants to win eight games or the Jets to win 10 games this season? What would you go to the window on? I'd say the Jets. You know, my concern about the Giants is, you know, could Darren Waller play in 17 games? You know, he's uh, shown a lot of durability issues. Um, I think the, the Cowboys or the Eagles are better than the Giants, whereas if everyone could stay healthy with the Jets, I think they have a chance to win the division. So, with with the Jets, on a scale of 1 to 10, at least for me, my concern with them is the offensive line. And and we heard Robert Sala come out after, of course, uh, the, uh, the, the, pre, the last preseason game. Mekhi Becton now will start at right tackle. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most concerning, how concerned are you about this offensive line as they get ready for week one against the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, definitely worried. You know, I just don't know if uh, they'll be ready to go. There's just too much, you know, Moving parts, Dwayne Brown's age, Makai Beckham being hurt. So I, I, I still want to tell at least a six or seven that they won't be ready. So, so do you? And, and and on top of that, I mean, I've maybe buried the lead here, and and that is a, a real gauntlet of the first six weeks of the season with this Jets schedule and who all they have to play. Right, like Bills, Kansas City, the Eagles, the Patriots, who I think are going to be better than what most people think at the Cowboys. Uh, what what would be what would what what do you feel the Jets would be fortunate to walk away with the the, the first six weeks of the season? Like if they walked away three and three, are you are you breathing yep. a sigh of relief? I think so. I mean, their first six games in order, Anita, are Buffalo at Dallas, home against New England, Kansas City at Denver, which we now know will be the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl, and Sean Payton has already made that game infinitely more interesting, and then home against Philadelphia. I mean. I can't imagine the team having a harder six games to start with than they they do. So, um, yeah, three and three 
I think that's a win. And again, I think for the Jets, Dwayne Brown and Makai Becton can play well. They certainly have that ability. Uh, Dwayne Brown's done it for a long time. But, you know, they, they're razor thin. You know, Max Mitchell, Billy Turner, neither guy really played well this summer. So um, that, that to me would be, you know, the vulnerability that I'd be worried about. Again, Mike Tannenbaum joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. So it's evident you believe, based on uh, what I'm hearing you say about the Giants, you feel that they potentially will finish third in the NFC East. Uh, what is your expectations for the Jets? Is it Bills Jets? Are you believing that maybe the Patriots or Miami can compete and contend with the Jets to possibly challenge them for the two spot in the AFC East? How do you see the AFC East panning out? Yeah. You know, and Stanley, I was a little surprised that Buffalo made that trade today because, you know, Boogie Basham's gone, and now, you know, we know that um, Von Miller's out for the first uh, four weeks as well. So uh, Buffalo certainly will have some vulnerability, um, but I do like Buffalo if they're healthy. Um, and just given the fact that, you know, Josh Allen to me is, you know, they're their chance until proven otherwise. Again, uh, Mike Tannenbaum, his thoughts in regard to, uh, to of course, the Giants and the Jets. Uh, Harvey, I know you had a really good show question on earlier, and that was, uh, what, what's the most important win, right? What's the most important win for the Jets? My, my question uh, was for Gordon and to be for you, too. So the Jets have Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, their first four. Mm-hmm. What is the statement win of the four? They also have Broncos and Eagles, but you're let me. So you're you're. I'm so just what, focusing really, what, on what the, you're doing is you're taking out NFC. I took well, I took out the Cowboys um, because the AFC is, is a loaded conference, so right wins against the AFC teams uh, way more. So for you, which game would be like the statement win? Beating Bills opening night, beating the Patriots finally, or winning against the the reigning champs in Kansas City? Interesting. So, so not necessarily the most important win, but what would be the statement win? Yeah, what would be the win that gets you like, wow? That wow. 800-919-3776, the phone number. I'd love to hear what our, our listeners have to say. When we get back, I will share with you uh, which game I think is going to be a statement win for the Jets if it happens. The Bills on opening week, the Patriots in week three, or the Kansas City Chiefs in week four on Sunday night football. Prime time, baby. Um, when we get back, I'll tell you what, what statement win I'm looking forward to. Hopefully it happens. What say you? 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon. We come back. We'll kick off hour number two right here on 98.7 ESPN. Have some respect, please.